0: All right, welcome in to the Triangle Podcast, couchguysports.com, the Pedro Martinez episode, also known as the All-Star Game of 1999 Massacre episode 45, moment of silence for Pedro Martinez. No, he didn't die. I just want, I just, he's just worth a moment of silence.
1: Absolutely. Don't forget,
0: don't, don't forget on Twitter, follow us there, Spotify, iTunes, all the other good old podcast networks you can think of, getting around all of them now, so just, just go everywhere. Twitch channel, YouTube, all the stuff for Couch Guys Sports. All of our Twitter handles, don't have to go crazy. Just search us, you'll find it. Even though Zach changes his Twitter handle like every couple months. So, I I think you'll find some form of it out there if you just search his first and last name, but he changes it every couple months. Um, We're back. I'm here. It's been the first time in like a month. It happens. Get over it. Zach, let's golf clap for the fact that Jared's here today. Isn't it nice? Congratulations. just The host
2: of the show actually shows up to his own show. It's actually very nice. you know what? Had surgery.
0: Had some other things happening. Excuse. Timing of not great days. So I've I've been on the Couch Guy Sports Podcast. Excuse. I'm just hearing excuses, Zach. What do you think? Uh, This podcast, guys, is the home of the best record, best team in baseball, Boston Red Sox. Yes. Literally, hands down, the best team in baseball. And I think it's comical. And then we'll jump into, like, all the other topics. But – The fact that people are, like, freaking out about this team losing a couple games. Has anyone looked at the standings?
2: Yes, they're in first place in the American League East with the best record in – Baseball. I want to say, yeah, in baseball. Ahead of the
0: Dodgers, ahead of the Astros, ahead of the Yankees, ahead of everybody. All those guys. The, The Giants who are actually having a good year so far. All those guys who are up there. The Boston Red Sox. This is why, Zach, I feel like you should just become a Bruins fan. Like,
1: Easy there. Easy,
0: easy just 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 jump on the boston bandwagon even the celtics are better than your basketball team because you don't have one so like just jump on the, just jump on the sports down um,
2: it, especially during the playoff run because we know which team you're rooting for and we know why you're rooting for them
1: I just hope both teams have fun
2: <laughs>
0: okay boss man hang out over there um yeah, we all know zach jesse is gonna be a um a bandwagon vegas fan for the playoffs. so it's no great.
1: You you guys misconstrued their tweets. You guys just fell for it, and it's funny. I,
0: I read the whole thing. I saw the whole thing. I
1: said, if Boston faced them in the finals, I would root for Vegas. I never I, said I would root I, for Vegas at all during the playoffs.
0: I mean, which means you're going to root for Vegas because you don't. I, I'm
1: telling you, I won't be chill on my couch as I usually do because my high team sucks and just watch the playoffs unfold. Have a great time. hoping the Cavaliers lose. the Bruins, who have been like the
0: best them. team since the trade deadline. Yes, I know. Get back to the Stanley Cup final. But we- with with Taylor Hall alright Boston Red Sox let's start with this Frenchie Cordero we're going to start there Frenchie Cordero is hitting 188 and until what last night this was last night he had no hits it was like one hit maybe like in the next month, he has been so bad and they keep making excuses for him whereas you have a guy and now he's coming up anyway you have Michael Chavis down there who's coming up now because Kiki Hernandez is on the 10 day IL so um, we'll see. Michael Tavis will be up here. Anyway, you have Jerry Durant sitting down there who I know people are like, don't rush it. Don't rush it. Give him, give the kid a shot. It's better than Frenchie. If he sucks that bad, you send him back down. Why are they giving Frenchie Cordero time and time again? All, Cause now, I mean, Ben has been playing great. in city, by the way. Um, this is looking worse and worse by the day. And I'm not saying it's a complete loss yet with Frenchie, but like, why not let him go down to AAA, figure his swing out and come back up.
2: Because you just said the name. Andrew Benintendi. They want to, the Red Sox front office wants to prove that the Andrew Benintendi trade to get Franchi Cordero was not a complete bust, and so far it's been a complete bust. And the the sad part is, is we knew what we were getting when Cordero came to Boston. We were getting a guy that was raw, had some raw power, some raw speed. The strikeout numbers were up, and obviously the last time we checked, Zach, I think we said it last week, he was striking out nearly, or not nearly, over half the time. So when you put all those factors together, they want to get some sort of production out of him so they can justify why they got rid of Andrew Benintendi, who probably would have helped this ball club a lot more this year than Franchi Cordero is so far. End rant.
0: Imagine if Franchi Cordero was not here. Andrew Benintendi is in left field still on this team but is good. Like, and, and, and mind you, the Royals are good, right? Andrew Benintendi is on a pretty good baseball team right now. But I look at that trade and go, I'm still like, why did you make it? Why did you make that trade? Like, I understand the thought, I guess, but like when you don't get much back and you have Alex Cora coming back, I figured you'd wait a little bit on the Benettoni deal. And that one's definitely going to be one that we question. But now you have Michael Javis coming up because of Kike's injury, which it's kind of sucks. Like Kike's been playing well and he kind of plays everywhere because he has to. He literally is playing absolutely everywhere. Is there a shot here that Michael Javis in this time plays well? Because he's up here for Kike. He's going to play. They're not going to like sit him the entire time he plays well and that, that justifies Frankie going down. Like, is there any chance that Chavis earns his spot up here when he's up here and they actually justify it by putting Frenchie Cordero down?
1: I feel like they should have done it for Bobby and Stan with Chavis.
2: You, you could have done that because you could have put Chavis at first base and you could have had him, you know, mm. platooning in and out with a guy like Marlon Gonzalez.
0: So, I mean, yeah. that's, that's a possibility. Well, but it they're... still could happen now anyway, because you need, you need someone to come up with Kike because Kike's hurt. Like yeah. th- that, you had to call somebody up. So, say 10 days from now, or whatever the retroactive date is, TK's fine. He comes off the injury list. Who's more likely to go down? Bobby Dalbeck, Francie Cordero, I or Michael J. The, cor-
2: the correct answer should be Francie Cordero. The correct answer will be, and by correct, I mean incorrect, Bobby Dalbeck. Because again, yeah. it, it, we, we, sorry, real quick, we talked about this pre show. You know, it's similar to the Dustin Pedroia situation back in 2007, where he started off April absolutely horrible. He was hitting like below 140, and everybody was like, "Get rid of him!" You know, he's not going to pan out here. And then look what happened. Now mm-hmm. is is this going to be the same thing? Probably not. But Dahlbeck's a proven hitter. He he hit throughout the minor leagues. He hit well last year.
0: He's going to come out of it. He just needs more at bats. I mean, I, I look at the spring training, and I know it's spring training. I hate to sit here and go, yeah, look at spring training, look at spring training. But he wasn't Pedroia hot that spring, too, that rookie year, and then he came out pretty slow. So, like, it really is a great comparison now. Um, let's get, let's give him, like, half a season. Let's let's, let's give Bobby Dalbeck some time here. If he still sucks at the all-star break, like, if it's that bad, okay, then we can move on. Maybe Chavis can play first base, and we can figure it out. But right now, you saw the way he hit in the, in the spring. And he wasn't like he was facing high school pitchers in spring and then all of a sudden moved up to the majors. Like, he knows how to hit a baseball. And he has been squaring up on the ball a lot better. So let's give him some time here. I, I am shocked at how many Red Sox fans, clearly the ones who don't watch baseball or know the prospect system too much, are like, who's this guy? Like, get him out of here. I want David Ortiz back, man. Nah. Like, <sighs> chill here. Give me, give me, Bobby Talbeck's fine. I'd rather you send Frenchie Cordero down um what I, I value michael chavis up michael chavis is, is fine like i'm i'm happy with him being on the big league roster especially because if he's on the big league roster he becomes more valuable to trade
1: he did do well last year too at the end of the season too bobby did yeah
0: so. exactly bobby's i'm not worried about bobby Dalbeck. if you have to send him down for a little bit to get a swing right fine but like i'm all, I'm also down with michael chavis staying up because he he's not gonna build any trade value down in triple a like i know he's been in the majors and he, people see what he kind of is but like the more he plays up here the first half of the season and does well, the more attractive he becomes at the deadline if you need a bullpen arm, if you need another rotation piece to make a push. Because I don't think your bullpen's deep enough to go far. Like, you might still need a rotation help because at the end of the day, the, these, this little lull we've had as a team, Again, granted, it's still the best team in baseball. It's been the pitching. Like, the pitching has not lived up to what it was doing at the beginning of the April and middle of April. And yes, small sample size. It's only May 7th as we record this. Pitching is not going to hold up.
2: Yes, but on the flip side of that, after the Red Sox started off nine and three, so granted they lost the first three games to Baltimore, went on that nine-game win streak. Since then, they're ten and ten. So, so that's a little bit of, of cause for concern because there are a few games there where they had wins on the table that they just let go of, and that and yep. that, and that's the that's the situation where it's it's concerning, but it's also like okay, if you're really the best team in baseball. You take care of those games that you're supposed to win, plain and simple. Mm
0: -hmm. And, like, I don't think anyone actually – the three of us are sitting here saying they are the best team in baseball. They're not. The Dodgers are. The Dodgers are the best team in baseball, and they'll figure it out. They'll be fine. Padres are a better team than the Red Sox on paper. The Yankees are technically a better team than the Red Sox on paper. But then again, the Yankees have their own issues, and we don't play the Yankees till freaking June. But I look at what the Red Sox are doing, and I say to myself, okay, can we at least keep the guys up here – Put, put the guys down that aren't playing well. Like, you have enough depth in the minors now, at least offensively, that you should be able to justify sending Frankie Cordero down for a little bit.
2: You should, because why do you want a guy up there that's going to be a strikeout or a strikeout? Literally, a guy that can't even put the ball in play half the time. You don't need that at the major league level. No.
1: I love Bobby, but it seems like when he bats, it's like a non-mac out when you, like, like you know what's going to happen. I mean, I hate doing it because – obviously I root for everyone on this team, but you just get the feeling like, oh God, it's not gonna end well. Especially if it's like a basis load situation. Like you have like Verdugo, Bogart, Shady, like these guys who are gonna who will probably get you some runs here. But Bobby's like, oh God, is this gonna be the time when he like gets out of slump? But I don't know. Um I guess I'm with you too, Jared, as much as I don't want Bobby up here because he has been struggling recently. I still think they should at least give him a little bit more time because you never know when he's gonna go off. If he does get that one hit and it sends you winning game or whatever.
0: One thing. Next topic. Bobby Dahlbeck. He'll figure it out. Frenchy Codero, you suck, dude. <laughs> poor, poor poor man's Andrew Benintendi is what he is.
2: Not might good. be might be worse, especially in might the be. field.
0: Yeah, it might be a homeless version of Andrew Benintendi. Like, come on. Uh, do
2: you, Do you see him in the outfield? Some of the routes he takes on fly It's not ball, good.
0: Like, it's, it's not good. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather JD Martinez play the outfield. Like,
2: and, that, and that's saying something extreme, right there.
0: Exactly. Um, one small move the Red Sox made, and then we'll talk about umpires. Just umpires. That's no, you statement. will. You will. That's my, that's my statement for now. Um, the Red Sox brought an old friend back mm-hmm. yesterday. Today. Yeah. Um, yesterday. Yesterday. yesterday Good old friend, Brandon Workman, yep. was with the Cubbies, designated for assignment, a.k.a. Bubby. bye um, Hasn't been pitching well. And basically, someone I forget who we did the interview with, but he basically said, like, I wanted to go to a club that made me feel comfortable. Of course, he goes back to the Red Sox, if that's your statement. Um, so he's back. He's in Worcester. He's in Wootown. Um, Going to hopefully get his th- throwing arm right. And look, before they traded him, Workman was fine here. Like, when they traded him last year, he was the piece that really helped that dude. Those done. Yeah, so if you can get Workman back to what he was last year before he was traded, that's some more bullpen depth that you probably could need. So like this could be a sneaky good like quick little sign that no one really expects to be anything because you just grabbed a guy that Cubs didn't want. Um, I could see Brandon Workman sliding in six, seven, eighth inning depending on Ottavino, right? Like he has value here to help that bullpen to blow some of those those to some of those games that you're talking about now that were really close. They are bullpen's fault. Like right. they, they had those games and the bullpen coughed it up, whether it was Ottavino or someone else. Brandon Workman can sure that hole up pretty quickly if they can get him back to form in the next month.
2: Yes. And here's the thing, too, that nobody's talking about. Haya Bloom literally pantsed David Dombrowski on this deal, literally pulled down his pants and said, You lose this one because you traded away Brandon Workman at the deadline last year to get Nick Prevetta and Connor Seabold. Connor Siebold's going to be a pitching prospect that's going to be in your organization for years to come. Nick Pavetta looks pretty good as a four or five starter in this rotation. And then you get Brandon Workman back after you didn't pay him in free agency. So how good does High and Bloom look right now? And how stupid does Dave Dombrowski look in Philly?
0: Dave
1: Dombrowski still can't pull the bullpen. He'll, he still can't figure it out. There was a tweet I saw. I'm not sure who tweeted it out, but it was like – Nick Pavlovic's gonna have this great game, and then Brandon Workman's gonna close it out, and Philly fans are gonna be like in an uproar after that.
0: Yeah, Pete Abraham.
1: Yeah, I think that was him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It. I I look. It's actually funny. So you basically got all those guys for what Heath Embry. Yeah. Basically,
1: where is he now? Is he someone? Where is he?
0: Where where is Heath Embry? I
1: don't
0: know. In a a dumpster somewhere. I mean, hopefully. God, that guy sucked. He was, he was worth it. he was. Oh, he was so bad. Where is he? I'm looking it up. I'm on baseball reference. The wonderful baseball reference. Not an ad. I just love the baseball ref. He is in Cincinnati. Ew. So he he's fallen off the face of the earth. Poor oh my guy. Gosh. <laughs> he went to Cincinnati. Nickna- um, nicknamed
2: Heater. That's his nickname.
0: Heat. Heater.
2: Heater. Heater. H-E-A-T-E-R. Heater. H-E-A-T-E-R.
0: heater. heater. Like throw in the heater. Heater. Heath Heater. He- okay. All um, right. Interesting. No. Nope. Nope. Yeah, that's that's a big, nope. that's a big two thumbs down. So, uh, two thumbs up from uh-huh. all of us here. Brady Workman, we like it. We love it. Gotta have it.
1: Hey, okay, Pew pew pew. Yes. Ike,
0: Ike there.
1: Pew pew. Yes.
0: Pew pew. Yes. Yes. Pew pew. Yeah,
2: there we go. The pew pew's back. Pew pew pew. <laughs> uh,
0: king of old school.
2: I, I missed that. That that's got to make a comeback. Uh,
0: when you least expect it, Al. I,
2: I listen. That's the best. That's the best thing. Sometimes I love. Some, it. When you
0: Oh wow! When you least expect it, what are you expecting? Hmm. Be careful! You teach Catholic school. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. This is this is the big topic tonight,
1: right. and this
0: is an this is an overall like. I'm mad topic. Yes, but also like a good conversational topic for baseball in general. Um, so for those Red Sox fans that did watch this game, they were playing the Tigers. Red Sox were down 3-1. J.D. Martinez cranks a two-run homer. Jumbo Dong himself cranks it. Tie game. Great. At that point, I'm like, great. The Red Sox are going to win this game. They're going to figure it out. They're going to win this game. And then they go to the extra innings situation. They go to the extra innings, um, run around second base. Hate that rule, by the way. I don't Okay. Correction. I don't hate that rule. I wish they gave it a couple innings before they used the rule. I wish there was a comp. I wish they went to like the twelfth inning and then use it. Um, (laughs) um, Let's
1: speed up, whatever. Like
0: yeah, like give me me a couple regular extra innings and then put a runner on second base. Um, But that's another conversation. Runner on second. Guy, who was the who was the batter? By the way, I don't remember. I was so pissed. Do you guys remember? I Ah, I don't remember. He's a Detroit Tiger. I don't care. They come up. It was, I, I think it was just two and two. But pitch gets thrown to the bottom of the strike zone. Pretty clearly a strike above the knees, even without the strike zone on the on the TV. Like it was a strike. You can tell, yeah. You can tell. Uh, calls it ball. Calls it a ball. At this point, it was a two and two count, so it would have been strike three. Looking, would have rung him up. Instead, ball. Next pitch, crappy base hit, like crappy crap shoot. Crap, crap, crap base hit. Two runners on. Next batter up hits a three round homer. Six, three Tigers. Guys, how many runs did you lose by in that game?
2: Hmm. Tell us, Jared. How many did they
0: actually Whoa. lose? Oh, no. Bottom of the inning. Red Sox come up, score two runs. Probably. Really, I honestly thought they were going to pull it off anyway. I thought they were going to figure pull it out. That they didn't pitch do it, did not
1: they do so well either. No. No, pitcher, he's he awful. They
0: brought in the pitcher they destroyed the night before. Like they brought in the guy that started the night before that pitched like a half an inning, and they let him go finish the game, and he almost blew it again.
1: He did blow it yesterday, too, though, didn't he? I think it was he, the same he, guy.
0: He it was the same guy. Yeah, yeah. he sucks. Put it that way. out. Yeah. He sucks. Um, look, you don't you call that strike like it's supposed to clear the strike, two-run game. Red Sox tie it. Not saying they win the game, right? Like it just goes to another inning, but like. That blatant, obvious miscall, and this isn't the first time this year, guys. Like the MLB umps this year have been terrible, mm-hmm. like god awful. The one in it was Oakland, right? When the guy clearly was tagged, was um, was tagged, was safe, and they called him out or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like the one in Oakland, and they reviewed it and they say upheld it. Like, are we joking?
1: You see the one in I'm, Washington yesterday?
0: I didn't. What what happened in Washington? It was yesterday? like Ooh,
1: story time. It was really below his knees, and they called it a strike. Like so way, one, I'm talking about way 180, below. 180
0: of the Red Sox, which yeah,
1: way below his knees. And they call this strike
0: guys. It's time for robot arms. I'm not joking. Like I'm at that point where you can let humans roam the fields and call tall balls and all that stuff. But like give me something upstairs that calls balls and strikes because it can't be more inaccurate than what we're doing right now. And this isn't even a Red Sox thing anymore. Like it's around the league. It's been so bad that, at this point give me robot umps and then if something happens close to the plate if an up in the field can't see it there's going to be cameras somewhere that can see it we watch the replays all the time like just use the replay to get it right like that is a better experience to me than the obvious like blatant crap that is called at the plate like if i can watch the tv and you can put a strike zone on the tv and let me say that's a stri- i can call from home give me a give me a mic i'll call balls and strikes sitting on my couch and i'll do it better than those guys do and they're behind the plate out al-, al have you ever umped before i have not really that actually kind of shocks me
2: i i haven't i you know it's funny i've wanted to get my umpire's license but the coaching but i just i couldn't give up the coaching part of it it just but anyways yeah, fair long story short no i have not umpired before
0: okay zach have you ever umpired before no never that would be fun i'd pay to watch you umpire um <laughs> <laughs> you,
1: you want, you with want zach just the arrow
0: behind day? the plate no, no, i mean uh,
2: hey does it help that i've
0: argued with umpires I mean, I've done this. I, I have to. It's fine. Okay, per- uh, what, as, as a coach or player, both? Uh, more as a coach. Yeah, see, I did it more as a player. Um, <laughs> now I argue as a volleyball coach, I argue with the refs as a coach. I there do. You
2: there
0: you go. Only way to get your point across, you got to yell a little bit.
2: Exactly.
0: Um, so I, I'm at that point where I've umped a little bit. Like nothing crazy, mostly like like higher ed Little League and some Ruth stuff. So like <clears throat> competent enough baseball players that I can have a strike zone it's not that hard to see the strike zone from behind the plate. Like you probably have the best view of it from behind the plate when you're crouching down. You shouldn't be missing calls that easy. Give me a camera in center field and I'll call it from home from my couch. Like it's, it's not even just like, yeah, the Red Sox game was a joke and it clearly coughed them up the opportunity. But like the Red Sox didn't play well that night and it was the Tigers. Like they shouldn't have been in that situation. But the fact that the umps have been so bad this year, and I think it's time to consider the robot umps, at least for the home plate. Give me, a, give me a fake strike zone. Give me a robot strike zone, and everything else can be human. I don't care. But the balls and strikes thing is getting kind of bad.
2: It's gotten to a point where you are begging for non-humans to make the calls in these games. That's when you know it is gotten off the rails. It's stupid. Just make the right calls. Not that hard. If you can't do it, you shouldn't be a major league umpire. Get out if you can't do
1: it. Angel Hernandez.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah he's he, he's just he he's in
0: a whole different category on his own
1: he just like yeah. beat god awful like even more than that just yeah just point nicely. like god
0: i just don't get how some of these guys like they and the biggest part is i don't think they get reprimanded like there should be some checks and balances in these systems if you're not if you're really not going to go the robot route which i get it's fine we don't want robots taking over the world you're afraid of them fine but like why can't we have checks and balances where that dude who was behind – I don't even know who he was. That dude who was behind the play in the Red Sox game should be suspended for a game or two because of how bad that was. Like, hmm. make some repercussions for missing the obvious calls.
1: When and then – it cost us a game too.
0: Exactly. cost us a game that probably – not again, we don't know. Yeah. They could have lost in the next inning, but it cost us – we, we did everything we would have needed to do if that call was made, right? The same thing in that Oakland situation, right? They made that call on the field. Replay even went back and confirmed it. What are we doing? Suspend the dude who's on the replay. Like, it costs cost you a
2: sweep. That's yeah. what it cost you. It cost mm-hmm. you a sweep of a team you should have swept.
0: Yeah. It's, it's absolutely a joke what's going on. And I'm all for – I'm personally all for a robot strike zone. I get why most people won't be, and I'm totally for not doing it if we can find a better solution. But there needs to be some repercussions for umpires in baseball because I'm not one to sit here and say, yeah, NFL refs should be suspended or whatever for bad calls. Like – but it's been so bad this year, guys, in baseball. And the, the, and the umps have gotten in the way of some good games this year. Yeah. Um, and the Red Sox just happened to be in one or two of them. Like, it, there needs to be some repercussions in the umpire's world. Um, because right there isn't, right? Like, I'm not right wrong on that. Like, there, it doesn't seem like we have any news. Like, oh, this guy was actually suspended or fined. Like, if the players can get fined for not talking to media, or if the players can get fined or suspended for doing something on the field that's wrong, why can't the umpire's?
1: They should. Not that's they decide that's not a game winning. too. When they decide the game, at some points, they should be held accountable for it.
0: It's absolutely insane. Like like Marshawn Lynch gets fined whatever x thousands of dollars every time he doesn't show for a media thing. And back in the past, Um I think an umpire should get fined for blowing a game for somebody. Like we don't want to obviously crap on refs, and every league says don't hate on the refs. Like it's not the refs' fault. It kind of is. Like mm-hmm. you had you you destroyed a really good baseball game i mean the, the nba would benefit from this too you know bad the nba refs have gotten like let's have some repercussions here guys like if the players can get yelled at and get in trouble from their teams and their league why can't the ump they have associations right why can't the ump associations the leagues who run the umpires associations criticize them get them in trouble if i mess up at my job i'm gonna get something in trouble i'm gonna get in trouble al mm-hmm. if you do something at school that you're not supposed to do not something nothing weird just if you get something bad like you're gonna get yelled at for it right? and, and i've i've had it done yeah it's, why can it's can't, barely been done Naughty, naughty. Why can't why can't umpires get yelled at for doing their job poorly? Why can't they get scolded or reprimanded or suspended or something? Like they, they get paid decently enough. They could get fined $5,000 every time they do something like that. They should.
2: Plain and simple. They should. It's ridiculous. So stupid.
0: It's absolutely insane. Al, you should write like a 20-page article on Couch Guy. Great SEO. All about the umpires.
2: I'll leave that to our uh, boss man over here. Oh okay, Zach that's your new assignment Until you write that you're not allowed to write another article That's a direct order
0: No not even another article No more Buffalo sports until you write something about baseball umpires
1: Well it was nice knowing you guys <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh Zach I'm serious I, I expect to see that on the website by Tuesday
1: Bro
0: Tuesday. You, you got all, you got all weekend Yeah and Monday
1: And Monday I don't have a logical brain when it comes to baseball like that kind of stuff,
0: then why are you doing a baseball podcast?
1: Because I yeah, know you're on a team, I don't know the stupid umpires.
0: You can crap about uh, it, you don't have to know names, they're not important. You just have to know how bad they've been.
1: Okay, <laughs> umpires suck. End of article, uh...
0: please write that. You can write that, you can publish that if you want. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that umpires suck like... The end post <laughs> <laughs> quote from me bring in the robots, Done. <laughs> Bring in the dance and lobsters. Oh, um, God. Oh. <laughs> what a name. What a reference. Okay. Oh, uh, man. That's all I wanted to talk about. I had to, we had to talk about that. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Anything oh, I, Red, Sox are still, Red Sox are still the best team in baseball. So,
1: Factual. Are you guys worried about this team at all? Because they blew three games against the Texas Rangers. I mean, and yes. They also... Barely won a series against the Detroit Tigers, who don't even have 10 wins this season. Are you worried right now, especially with the Oakland A's who have been playing great baseball as of late coming into our house after this series against Baltimore?
0: Jared, you want to take this one first? Mitch Moreland coming home. Oh, um, look, of course, I'm worried, but I'm also not because this team wasn't supposed to be this good. <laughs> like, I'm worried because of the teams they're losing to. But at the same time, I look at the Orioles sweep now at the beginning of the year and go, okay, well, the Orioles aren't as bad as I thought they were going to be. Like, they're right, they're one game under 500, which is much better than I thought they'd be. Um, so, I mean, they've clearly proven they're, they're not as terrible as everyone thought. Um, yeah, the Tigers suck. That was a joke. Um, Rangers aren't awful, and Brock Holt had a moment. Like, I'm not completely shocked. I'm not completely concerned yet. But if anything concerns me, it's the pitching. The offense can hit the crap out of the ball. We thought that last year, too. They just didn't have a good year. But like the offense this year is fine. We know we knew that coming in. Right. Pitching concerns me, but it's really the bullpen. The rotation, Pavetta, because especially because Pavetta's been so good, I'm less concerned about the rotation, especially knowing that in probably two and a half, three months, probably two, two and a half, you're getting Sir Chris Sale back. Yes. So like, there you go.
2: My whole thing is like the schedule that they have coming up because they have three against the A's, three against the Angels three at Toronto, three at Philly, two against the Braves, and then you got the Marlins. That's not an easy stretch.
0: Should be some fun baseball, though. It'll
2: be fun, but it worries me a little bit because if the Red Sox take a serious dive here, it's going to be like, well, they're going back to how they were in 2020, which I don't think is going to be the case, but you you can't put together a losing streak against those teams. If you're for real, you got to be at least 500 in these next however many games, if not a little above it.
0: You mentioned the Angels. I have a counter question for you, Zachary. Would you sign the recently released Albert Pujols to the Boston Red Sox to maybe play first base?
1: What are his stats like? I see. Can someone tell me that? I know because I know he has like one year left on his contract.
0: This year is his last contract, and Um, he's
1: he's retiring too after this year too. That's
0: that's his plan. That's what he never really officially announced that, did he? I, he did. I think. I think honestly,
2: if you're serious about making a run this year, then you go out and sign him. But if you think that you're not there yet, it's it's not worth it.
0: God, he's, he's 41. Pro- Jesus. He's he's probably going to end up um, back
2: in St. Louis anyway. That's going to be the, the 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 curtain call essentially. For his him.
0: batting average is 198. He has six home runs, right? Five home runs. It's six all of last year. Uh, 12 RBIs, one stolen base. How the hell did he get that? Three walks, 13 strikeouts. So it's not been great, but I don't know if he's played a lot either. Like, has he played a lot? Hold on.
1: That was my thing. Game, I, I wouldn't play played, him that oh, much. 20
0: 24 games. But, like, on a contender, he's not going to play a lot. I'm surprised the Angels even kept him this year. But, like, it kind of sucks they let him go. The Angels are a waste. I wish Sho Itani and Mike Trout could get out of the Angels organization because they're wasting away out there. They're never going to win anything. My my thought is I would love for him to come here. I think he'd be a great fit for just like helping win with the younger kids. It's obviously not gonna be his clubhouse. And I think for me, the, the obvious choices are the White Sox
1: with Tony Larusa. Yeah, I saw I heard about that too. Yeah, or North St.
0: South. Louis. And the Cardinals are good. So like it, I think I mean both those teams are good. So like I don't think he has a day going to go in either one of those teams. Um I would love him to come to Boston and I would sign him, but I just don't think it'll happen.
1: Yeah, uh, that's a tough one for me because, uh, I, like I said, I don't think he would be the guy that plays like every single like game or every single day or whatever. Like, I think he'd be like a Sunday at one kind of guy where some of the starters are taking the day off or whatever.
2: Cardinals, Cardinals, Cardinals. That's it.
1: They're pretty good this year, those Cardinals.
0: They are. They could use them. They're, they're, all, they're always in it somehow, so it would make sense. <laughs> God, the Cardinals are really somehow always in it. Always. Have the Cardinals popped up at all on the Twitter sphere? Has that been a report? No, nothing yet. And kind of the White Sox, right? It's been most of the White Sox. He'll play. He said he wants to play more. So some team will bring him on for the rest of the year. All would right. you
1: send down then if they did sign him?
0: If the, for the Red Sox? Yeah. I mean, if Chavis is still up here at that point, you send Chavis down. Um, but it'd probably be Bobby. So, like, I mean I'd rather them send Franchi if he's still up here. Probably, who knows? My guess is they won't do it because they, they want they I think they want to see what they got in the young kids and they have kids coming up and they don't think it's gonna be worth it. Um but I was I was just intrigued to see if you guys thought it would be worth it.
1: I mean it'd be pretty cool to have a Hall of Famer really like him on the team, no doubt, but I'm not sure how much it would contribute because I heard on Twitter that um they cost he costed the Angels a lot this year so far. So I'm not sure if that's kinda of what kind of guy would kinda of want on our team or what.
0: if the angels if the angels start winning a bunch of baseball games you know it's his fault yeah yep all right pedro martinez episode in the books just like those many many strikeouts god i miss watching pedro pitch those are the years those are fun
1: people
0: people who didn't get to see pedro pitch live i'm sorry not even live like in person but like on tv
2: you didn't get to see him pitch live Wait, no. how old are you
1: again? How old
2: are you? 23. Oh, uh, yeah. That makes sense. Oh, you would have missed it.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, 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 he would have been like a newborn or like a year old. Zach, from all of Red Sox Nation, I'm sorry. Me too. It was a beautiful – I looked forward to Pedro Day every every five days. Yeah. It was it was must-see TV. I got to watch him pitch live like 10 times in his career. Oh, oh. pitching live. The hum on the ball. whoo.
1: God, he was so good, so good. It's one of those players that you wish like you got to shot, saw, like see in live action, like with like Gretzky or like. All these That's other how I feel guys. about jo- like
0: Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, those guys, like basketball wise. I'm happy I got to say I watched Pedro Martinez play live, David Ortiz, Manny Ramirez. I can tell you, Tom Brady, right? I got to watch Tom Brady live, and for like X amount of years, like
1: same. It wasn't a good thing either for me.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Zachary. It's okay but to be honest with you, t- though. S- someday you'll watch Josh Allen play football
1: yeah but to be honest with you like I hate Brady but let's face it he's the best quarterback ever and just like I know he dominated my team for two decades but guys like him don't come along often so yeah it did suck but I could say like I got to watch Tom Brady play football
2: how hard were you holding your fists right there? Like yeah, trying, I, to, re- trying to trying to hold back just, the no,
1: I'm I'm being completely honest. Like <laughs> I've said on Twitter so many times, I'm just being honest. Like, yeah, I hate the guy and Buffalo fans are probably gonna hate me now for that, but I still what he's done for this game is amazing probably won't be done ever again. So
2: hey, just go through a table. You'll earn back their trust.
0: Seriously. T- Tom Brady. Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus those Buffalo Bills Super Bowl this year. I'm, I'm
1: telling them. you, they're going to play them first week of the season when they re- drop the banner. Bills are going to be playing Tampa Bay week one. Uh, all right. Red Sox are the best team on, in
0: baseball. On, on, on that yes, note, Red Sox are the best team in baseball. <laughs> first place in the East. Yankees are not, so that's great. Uh, coachguysports.com, Follow us on all the social platforms and – Follow us on iTunes and Spotify. Rate, review, subscribe—all that good stuff. The Twitch channel, the YouTube channel, all of our social, Twitters, all that, our personal stuff. Um, again, Zach's changes every couple months, so just no. keep checking sure names. If, if, if you have listened this far
2: into this episode, please tag us on Twitter at Into the Triangle and put the hashtag Bossman into a tweet. Hashtag boss man, Bossman. B O S S M A N.
0: And how if you do that, attached, how
2: do we attach man to this? Cause like he called himself that. And if you do that, so add into the triangle on Twitter, hashtag boss, man, we'll give you a shout out next episode.
0: And it, we'll, we'll read them through them all. You got plenty of time. Zach if, if will got, read
2: through them all specifically.
0: That's just true. Zach will read through them all. If you got through this much of the podcast and are listening to this outro, you are more than welcome to do what he, Al just said. And, and Zach will, will me now. Al will sit back, relax, and Zach will read all of them. Mm-hmm. Say whatever you want. No filters. Oh. Say whatever you want. Zach will read them all.
1: You were doing so good until you said that. (laughs) The
0: Pedro Martinez episode in the books. Guys, we'll be back next week. Hopefully the Red Sox are still the best team in baseball. See you.